1: no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
0: judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumba it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prices. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet.
3: Welcome back to the Axon Bulletin on this Tuesday afternoon Theo is back after uh, another Celtic victory and the transfer window has slammed shut so you don't need to listen to myself, Patrick and Lawrence predict who might come in the door, who might leave we know what we've got and we know what we're moving forward with Patrick, how are you? We didn't see you last week
4: I'm good, I'm well, uh, I'm looking forward to the game Tomorrow night, uh, delighted with the results since I've last been on 13 days ago. Good performances, good results, good transfers as well, so excited.
3: Lawrence, when you and you were on last Tuesday, we are looking forward to that game at, at Tynecastle the following day. It was obviously the Dundee United game in between uh, that and today's bulletin. What's your, your take being on the two big victories through Tynecastle and win. That's those games out the way, we hope. Um, even post-split, really, we shouldn't be going there again. And we've got another tricky game out uh, against Indy United at Celtic Park and came away with a maximum six points.
5: Listen, Tight Castle's always a hard place to go to. Uh, it was just, just about getting the three points. And uh, the same against United at home, you know, but what a way to do it. You know, it's going the 90th minute when you've got ten men. Uh, you no, know, the team just keeps going on, just keeps winning. We should get some return these back uh, into the building. Yeah, maybe not in time for tomorrow's game but we'll see you know we'll see if we get a cameo maybe from my or, or Roger Kuno's. but it's just brilliant you know you get full points again and obviously with the the new call slipping up you know it puts it back in our own hands we'll win tomorrow we're top of the league
3: yeah win tomorrow we're top of the league it's as simple as that Patrick the two victories Patrick have not been the prettiest um, there was concern I think from us all after the Alawa game in terms of some of the injuries that we picked up, international duties, but with what we've got, we've certainly came through these two games and showed a real good bit a, a strength and character, which is should hopefully carry strength of the game tomorrow. And obviously we in momentum. I think it's something like 20 out of 23 wins or something Celtic's on just doing all competitive uh, competitions. That that can only do us real good. And I think last week throughout Castle, um, you know, we held on nerves throughout the game. Yeah, it wasn't the prettiest of performances, but we came away with the all-important three points and that was what really mattered. And then Saturday again, we keep on going that that Ange video that we all picked up on that we all, you know, really bought into. Was we keep going to the end, and we did go to the end on Saturday and again get the breakthrough eventually.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the prettiest of performances, but I thought first half and time Ty- Castle were phenomenal at times, um, thoroughly deserving of our two nothing lead. Um, and then you know it's been highly criticised. You know the last thirty minutes we seem to drop off in games which is a bit concerning, um, but we certainly didn't do that against Dundee United. I mean, people people are saying we get lucky, I don't think we did, we did get lucky. I think we had uh, eight shots on target, eight shots off target and four shots blocked, so thoroughly deserved to win the game. I don't think we had a shot on target Dundee United. Uh, and then to score in, we're like, ten seconds a normal time to go, it, it shows that we keep on going, you know, whether we're tired or not, and... Um, I think the substitution's helped, if I'm being honest. You know, Jota, Jovanovic, Taylor coming on. Um, I think that really helped us, gave us a boost. And I think they're arguably better players than what we had in the park at the time. With Taylor and scales, there's not a lot in it, but I think Jovanovic and is a big upgrade on Ralston and Forrest, in my opinion. Um, and as you see, the momentum's all with us. And it's it's hard to quantify momentum. And you know, people say form doesn't matter going into these types of games, but I think it does. I think when you're you know, I don't want to say we're riding a wave, but when you're the one with confidence, you're the one with the, the results behind you. I think it can all be a good thing.
3: Yeah, certainly. You know, the momentum is with us, just just the, On that point, Lawrence, um, Patrick talks about, you know, the stats in both games. I you know Hart's got a, a penalty, um, from John beating last week, but you know, Lane Boy steps up I was and misses shocked. it. I, was know, I can imagine you were shocked. Um, but, you know, we held on there in the game. We'd the, did a, we had chances after that, though. It's, but thinking about the one that, that Forrest probably should have uh, squared and put a, made things a lot more easier for ourselves, you know. Again, on Saturday, you could point to that Mackis chance, which I think everybody's, you know, was just in shock how it didn't go to the back of the net. But we do create chances in games, Lawrence. That, that's not been a concern for me. I don't know about yourself, but we do create chances. It's not as if we're just, you know getting one or two chances in games. We're continually creating chances and I thought the tempo certainly on Saturday when we came out after the second half went up a good few notches. As Patrick touches on there, I thought the, certainly the, the substitutions uh, point to Uranovic and, and Jota just gave the team a, a whole new energy which seemed to be like a bit on Saturday afternoon.
5: Well, Listen, Angie's philosophy, you know, don't concede chances and, and create lots of them and you'll win games. So, so we kind of play with that, don't we? We don't very really concede chances and the great lots. I thought Ben Doak, you know, I'd be starting him tomorrow night. I thought he's brilliant. It he gave us a bit more width than a bad art. He pays his pace is electric. I think the Rangers defence is fairly slow. You put him out in the right, you know, it, it, I, I just think that, that boy's going to be a star. Hopefully we can get him signed up. Hopefully uh, Liverpool don't turn his head. But yeah, you know, for me, Taylor, uh, come on, I thought he, that was probably Scales' worst game for us so far. Expecting maybe a few more deliveries or better deliveries from Scales. I just thought he was a bit laboured. Juranovic, I think, is a better player than Alston. So hopefully, given those two you kind know, of a bit of time off, it's kept him means they're a bit fresher for tomorrow night. Uh up for you know, yeah it's just Shiakamakis. He's getting chances, he's just his control, his first touch isn't there, is it? I'm not too sure if he scores that chance that a bad I get. I don't think if it falls to Iakimakis, it scores. I know Sigurus a couple of good saves, but I think Ange just said that he needs to do better, doesn't he? We're looking for a better goal return from him. We all want him to be, do better, but right now, I don't think... You know, If keogo was available tomorrow, I don't think it's even a, a choice, is it? It's You want him to be able to put pressure on the, the boys in front of him. and Unfortunately, so far, his performances haven't shown that. Although you know, he had a nice finish against Alola and nice against Hearts, but we just want more from him don't we you know and I get it's been stop start and he's been injured and everything on top of that but just sometimes his touch is terrible uh, we just don't want more so, so maybe tomorrow night uh, you know it's still made for him to make himself a star but we'll see
3: Yeah I think everybody would like him to do that um, Patrick obviously Lawrence has touched on it, you know goals against Aloua Hearts um, two and three I think his starts to goals is actually very good as well on that Um yeah, a, a really good chance of what they mentioned on Saturday. But but so far, as Lawrence says, it's probably about consistency when you're a Celtic striker. It's not been that. Um, we have heard Ange Postikoglu mention that he didn't really take a bit of a break there in January, rightfully so. He was in doing a kind of mini pre season. Yeah, the manager spoke about him, McCarthy, and other guys not having that pre season and it affecting them You know, in that first period of the, the season what would be your expectations from Giacomacchus now? Because I think Lawrence is right. I think he'll go there, possibly even Maeda, not in international duty. Probably at this point in time, Giacomacchus just wouldn't get in our starting side. For me, it is all about consistency and just showing that. He's shown to me in European games, certainly, I think back to Varros, Varos, uh, both and away, that when he comes on, he manages games very well. I think he's a very good presence to have up top. But in terms of putting the ball back in, in the net, what what would be you? What would you look for in him uh, going forward here?
4: Um, as you say, consistency. You know, I think we're probably having a different discussion if there's two chances at the weekend go in. You know, on another day, he comes away from that game having two goals, we win 2 nothing, and he's the match winner. Like he was at Tynecastle, but I don't know. I, I think I don't think he's ever going to be ahead of Kyogo unless we sell him. Uh, so it's, it's hard to say, you know, as as you were saying, he basically didn't have a pre-season he came in, I think when he signed on, what was it, the 31st of August for Celtic, he never he hadn't kicked a ball since May so he was running behind in that sense, but you know, if he's if he's done a mini pre-season in January, he should be up to speed now, so I think it's it's only fair to judge him from January onwards um, and you know, two game two goals out of three games isn't bad, but if 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 he has a tricky performance against uh, Rangers on Wednesday night, you know it, it's hard to judge where he is. I, I would I would say Maeda's probably ahead of him as well because you know Maeda does all that running, does the pressing, mm. yep. you know, and just football relies upon. Um, yeah, it's a it's a difficult one. Um, if he just keeps working hard and scoring goals, then I think he'll he'll be a not bad option. Um, but I don't think he's a first choice striker for Celtic at the moment.
3: No, I definitely agree with you on that one. But again, you know, we've seen some things in the comments coming in saying there, have faith in him. I think we all want to have faith in him that tomorrow night he, he gets a goal. And, you know, that could be the changing point in his Celtic career. I think we all hope that, that it does happen. Um, Lawrence, you know, when I was on, seems on a couple of days ago, but just before Mattarelli scored, and I was a bit worried that, you know, maybe he didn't get over the line and he wouldn't be a player. But my goodness, two absolutely incredible performances, especially his debut performance, and he was. I stand out again at the weekend. Um, this guy seems as if he's really, really suited to our football. Came kind of out of nowhere signing and looks as if he's going to be really important to our play going forward this season.
5: Yeah, Andy's scouting system, whatever's behind it, seems to be working. One and a half million. Probably should have scored at, at, at the weekend. uh chance of falls to him. and uh, puts it wide, but when you really and the number of assists he passes, he... The corners that are going into the box are now better. Maybe we'll get some joy from them because, uh, you know, we don't seem to get much from Carter Vickers or Staffel, Although they've not been, uh, I think they're pretty low scorers from corners right throughout their career. Those two centre halves, but you know, we, we average about ten corners a game. We need to be getting more, whether that's from Yakamakis and from our centre halves. We need maybe need some something <coughs> we need ten corners a game. We, we, we just need to get a better return. But uh, yeah. It's, it's all on tomorrow night, and Matt O'Reilly, you know, I think he's, he starts, doesn't he? I think it's going to be McCarthy or O'Reilly and Rio. <laughs> Jesus, <Jeez>, Rio.
3: Barring any know.
5: Yeah, <laughs> Rio. If he uh, if can replicate that Timecastle goal, that was just outstanding, wasn't it? It's, uh, he's another guy, you know. To, they fit Angie's system, so whether Angie's looking at the stats and how much analysis is going in and going, that's the type of player I want, you know, a kind of money ball thing, guys that do this, but the amount of money they're costing as well, it is, you know, we've been used to spending four or five million players on them not working out, so to get guys in like a million and a half that are standouts in the only two games I've had so far is just, just brilliant. Yeah,
3: no, absolutely. Perfect. I'm going to throw this one over to you right away. Kim Nolan in the chat is asking, who plays in the six? Obviously that kind of holding role in midfield and a badder through the middle tomorrow night. What is your thoughts on that one? Um, I didn't think James Forrest has covered his ceiling too much glory in the past couple of games he's played for Celtic. Um, very frustrating performance at Tynecastle on Wednesday night and again at the weekend. I think he deserved to, to be hooked at halftime. Um, what be your thoughts on that one? And, you know, Lawrence has already touched on there. James McCarthy possibly coming at the midfield now that um, beat on... Is going to be suspended for tomorrow evening, or could we have a, a you know, in fact, return for our captain? Or do you think that's just completely,
4: um, completely mad? I don't think it's mad. I mean, we've seen it against Leverkusen. It, it, it might be the worst thing Lever he's ever done eh, starting those two at Leverkusen because they gave us so much hope for all these other games. There, where there's loads of players injured. Eh, no, I'm still hoping Kyle Gordon McGregor will play. Um, I don't know if I'm just living in fantasy land there, but uh, I think if they don't play, I think it will probably be McCarthy and Yakamakis, and then Maeda might come on if we're you know, not winning in the last half ever. Uh, I can see that happening, maybe even the second half. Um, I would play a Bada, but I'd play him on the right wing, and then i play short on the left. Um, but yeah, I mean, fingers crossed for McGregor and Kyogo, because arguably are two best players. Uh, certainly two of our best three players. Um, so even if you can just get a half out of them or 60 minutes or something, I would definitely, definitely go with them because you, you could end up 2-0 up and then just bolt the doors for 30 minutes. So that's what I'd go for.
3: Yeah, there seems to be a lot of optimism. Um, <coughs> Daisan Maeda played 20 minutes here from Japan, came on, probably had a lot of chat, Lawrence, around um, the possibility of getting both feet Maeda and Tommy Rodjick back for this game tomorrow evening um, do you think that's something that's right to do, rushing them back right away, well, obviously we've, we've had their past um, tournament. you could say with, with bringing Effie Ambrose back very early from AFCON I think it was a Juventus game and you know that the big man didn't cover his selling glory that night but instead of just options off the bench I, I certainly think it's worth doing to try and get Maeda and Rodjick back just to, to boost their options because you could see on Saturday, you know, Duke came on he did, he did very well, I thought, in his Celtic debut, but you're putting trust in younger guys to come on and you know in these very high-pressure environments, whereas 10, 15 minutes with a roadside or Maeda could do us a world of good, especially for sitting at the same position maybe on Saturday afternoon.
5: Uh, uh, listen, big Effie. Uh, I think that was his move to Liverpool, gone, after that UV performance, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> it was, uh, But, no, I mean, I, I would start a badder through in the middle. Doak on the right and Yacht on the left. Uh, James Forrest just came back from injury, he's not quite got there. We've got five subs now, so you know there's room in the bench for them to give us options for the boys' route that, that returning. I think Tommy Roger's gonna have played more minutes than Maeda so you'd expect Maida to be a bit fresher. But uh, I get what you're saying about putting pressure on the young boys, but I thought don't look great when they come on. Electric pace, he stretched the park a lot more. You know, he's really hugging the touchline. And for me, you know, is just
1: Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com internet for details.
0: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
5: And for him is it the amount of chances he's been getting and the ball seems to bounce off them more than he controls it. Uh, I think you know I'm bad, I think Jota a bad adult. I think really quick front three, yeah. and that's what I go with it tomorrow.
3: Yeah, I, I, my, my perspective on that would be a, a bad Jota and Jackie Mack I think it's what you need to play from from my perspective, but you know, I'd like to be optimistic and with Patrick there that you know maybe Kyogo could make some sort of emphatic return like he did against Leverkusen and possibly even uh Kyle Mack in there. Um, Patrick Lanky67 has come in in the chat to say Maeda should be in Glasgow around 4am. It's plenty of time and I think he will be on the bench. Now, a year ago, uh, unless any Celtic supporters had followed the the Japanese international side ever since Shinsuke Nakamura left the club, I don't think there was too many paying attention um, to Japan and how they got on and players returning to their club sides. Um, But on that one, we've seen Maeda twice for Celtic. Again, he missed a lot of chances in the game against Alawa. Probably could have had a heart rate against Alawa. Um, but he took his goal in his debut, you know, terrifically well. Uh, again on that, is it worth a risk for you to get these guys in? And do you think Ange could possibly put in a few curveball even Gucci? You know, he's been one that we've heard the manager say on the actual day of the game against Alawa, it's not too bad. And he's come out and said, mm, not too sure. Could you even see a possible return
4: for Yusuke the Gucci? Um, I'm not sure about the starting eleven. I think that is quite a big risk, especially if you're risking more than one of them. You know, I uh, say you to start Kyogo, McGregor, and Edigucci, or Maeda. You know, you're you're talking about four players there. Um, but you, you might need to change in the first half. You know, uh, I don't think there's any risk in having them on the bench because your bench is nine players, five subs. You like to think you wouldn't have to substitute the goalkeeper, so. Mm. I don't think there's any risk there. Um No, I don't think there's any risk at all. I mean Maeda, to my knowledge, has only played twenty minutes. He's just it's just a jet lag you need to worry about, so hopefully he can get asleep in the plane, go home, get a couple of hours and then I do the sort of pre match stuff that South Dakota have them doing before the game at night. Um I think he's I think he'll be more than ready for about half an hour, um with all the running that he's used to doing. Uh, I don't see any concern there. Um, I'm not entirely sure about the other three. It's a, it's a total mystery with Gucci, Kyogo, and McGregor because it's just injuries. Um, so it's it's just whatever call Ange makes, risk and reward, whether he wants to keep Kyogo. Kyogo could be ready in a few weeks' time for Bodo Glint, you never know. Um, so, you know, we need to put our faith in Ange and it's paid dividends so far, so just. Uh, just hoping
2: he makes a eye call. Yeah, so on the yeah jet lag. It.
5: I mean, it's 12 hours difference, isn't it? So it's mm. really going to be like a morning game for him. The game first thing in the morning. So hopefully it, it doesn't kick in too much. You know, they could let him, his body sleep, sleep before the game, up a couple of hours before kickoff. Hopefully, it, aye, 12 hours no kickoff on a Sunday, sort of thing. Aye, so hopefully it's, it's not too much in effect the jet lag.
3: To note and you know, twenty minutes isn't a lot of football and from by everybody's accounts in the the chat there, he seemed to come on and be quite, you know, energetic. Did a lot of running in the game as he usually does. I looked a really good um, outlet outlook for Japan in that game there. So we'll see what happens. And um, I think his inclusion would certainly give the, the players a boost. Um on this one, Lawrence Ed's come in on the comments to say he doesn't think the manager will drop. Chakamakis, trying to get a striker up to speed, the worst thing I could do is drop him to fit in a 16-year-old what would your perspective be on that well, one listen, I don't I, think it probably I don't mean. think
5: Andrew would drop him I, don't, but no. I would drop him I mean mm-hmm. his touch has been terrible You You know, some, uh, you know, his second touch is a tackle with him I think the chance that a badder scored if it falls to Yakimakis, I don't think the score the fact that we're trying to get a striker up to speed we're struggling for goals and we pull, pull him off tells you maybe what Andrew's thinking of his performance you know he, he's your striker and we pull him off and put a winger through the middle. It's you know I don't think and Ange has said that he needs to do better. You know I think Ange will, will start him, but I don't think he's been. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's been performing like Ange would have hoped that he's been performing. I think that's probably why he says he needs to do better. but mm. it, it just speaks volumes of the fact that he was the guy got subbed to bring a sixteen year old on and shove a winger through the middle. You know mm. that's what we're, we're looking to to win the game so uh, if you don't think he's capable of staying on and scoring goals i said a, a lot about how his performances have been
3: Yeah, Either that he was just having a stinker which I hope he was just having on the day um, Patrick on this one from Shane Donovan I think that's a really important point You know, we've spoken a lot about Ange Postacoglu and the way he plays football Shane's come in to say that we need to trust the system our players will do the job we don't need injuries to my or Roger, or Roger Carmack uh, you know, there's still a lot of the season to go. I know a lot of people are looking at this game. It's two points and it just now at the top of the league. Um, but you know, There's a lot more football to play. There will be twists and turns, I'm sure, in this title race that we're in just now. What would what be your thoughts on that one? Because I think that's the important point. Anybody just now in that Ange uh, squad, as Fred Bear as it is just now, due to the injuries, due to the international call-ups, probably should be able to come in and do a job. But again... Maybe what you touched on earlier on, you know, but we saw the rotation and the full backs on Saturday, and you could see the the difference. It was quite clear that when Taylor and Ivanovic came on, it brought a better balance to the side.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I think those are the full backs you have to go with, you know. Um, I think Ivanovic. it's it's no harm to Ralston, but he's just a superior player, you know. He's a, a creation international. He's. Faster, better cross of the ball, better defender. Um, we paid two and a half million from. I, I just, I just think that's who you need to go with. Um, with Taylor and Scales, I didn't think there was a lot in it, but um, I didn't think Scales had had his best half of football on Saturday, and Ange seems to quite like Taylor, so I think that's who you need to go go for. Um, but yeah, it's important you play your your strongest players and. You know, as I said a couple of minutes ago, it'll be up to Ange whether he wants to risk these players. You know, I don't think my aid is a particular risk, but the other three with the injuries, you know, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a concern. Um, but then again, maybe their goalkeeper will gift us a couple of goals like he did to Ross County on Saturday morning. So you just don't know how the game will pan out.
3: No, you don't know how the game will pan out. Um, to, to come on to, you, obviously, the timing of this last night, there's been no... Real chat because they have to get their business done very early. They've brought in um, three players from the G League, obviously three players that we've been talking about. There, you know, Daisen Maeda, Riu Hitati, and Yusuke Deguchi as well as Matt O'Reilly up from NK Dawns. Don't really know about Johnny Kenny as of yet whether he's going to be a, a first team player or whether he's going to maybe go into the into the lowland league to play because you know, get the whole and caboodle in terms of the the photographs and all that stuff that sometimes you don't usually kind of get. Um, if you just go into that development side with Celtic, the, the unveiling of them there, Lawrence, we got our business done very early. Um, we've seen a lot of these players featured for Celtic. We've seen all featured for Celtic. The four that I mentioned um, out with Johnny Kenny. Um, in terms of when the, the transfer window closed in August and September and where they are now, are you happy with the position that the squad is in?
5: Well, so we're definitely we a lot better off. You know, we've got a few guys out in loan. You know, that they'll get standing. Good experience now. Fortunately, so we didn't move a couple of the boys off the, the wage bill that we wanted to, but yeah, I, th- I think we're, we're much better off. You know, Nicholson uh, and Anson, they work on the transfer windows well together. Get them in early is better. You know, as you've touched on it, they've already got games, so, so they're already starting to assist them and know what's expected of them. So, yeah, definitely pleased with the transfer windows so far.
3: Patrick, we're not used to Celtic, you know, really... Having good January transfer windows, I mean, last season, uh, you know, the the lightness is, you know, we've got down the tagline there, you know, we avoided last minute Mayhem last season. It was John Joe Kenny, not to be mixed up with Johnny Kenny. I see that John Joe Kenny's actually playing for for Everton Um, just now. I I don't know how after watching um, Nathan Patterson feature for Scotland, because he's a far better player uh, than John Joe Kenny, but... um, on that, you know, last season it was that was all we brought in, we replaced Jeremy Frimpong going out the door John Joe Kenny, we got the business done early, you know, there was a McGree thing, O'Reilly, but in terms of where we are, we've heard the manager say you know, it was quite settled just what was your take on our January 10th window and are you a lot more happy about where the squad is just now than it was a few months back?
4: Yeah, we managed to replace Frimpong with John Joe Kenny, which was pretty incredible, I think it was the first January window and in- about ten years, we hadn't actually signed someone permanently as well. So, mm-hmm. sort of sums up last season, really. Um, very impressed. I mean, considering where we came from, uh, was it ten outgoings and twelve incomings in the I summer? That. Yep. And then you've got another five in January. So that's seventeen players we've signed. And I think you know, maybe apart from Starfield, you could say that every single one of them's a bargain. Um, I think you could definitely sell just about every player for more than what we bought them for. Um, that's not saying Starfield's a bad player, just, you know, the outlay on them was quite high, 4 or £5 million we spent, so you'd maybe struggle to make that back at the moment. But yeah, its I think Lawrence mentioned earlier the sort of money ball technique of sign good players, sell them on for a good price at the right time, you know, and that's what we're doing. Obviously, the football comes first, but under Angie's system, I think this team is more than capable of winning the league. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if we're running Wednesday night. You know, it sets us in a, in a great position, even from two points behind, I think, we're in a great position. Um, so, very impressed with the, the dealings. Um, you know, Angie's done magnificently well. Uh, Michael Nicholson has to be given a lot of credit and everyone else in the background. Um, the only real disappointment is the players that we've still got at the club. You know, yeah, we'll come I've, on, I've mentioned... I've mentioned all these bargains and in the background you've got players who cost five million who are on twenty five grand a week in just a total drain in resources. Yeah,
3: but we're gonna come on to them and there's particularly two that we spent, you know, five million pounds on, respectively each. Um just to pick on one of the comments up in the, we've got in the chat here, um, you know, I, I've seen what Anne said, but again I always take I think Lawrence, anything that Anne says in the press with a wee pinch of salt, I think that's especially if you're Antonio from PLZ, who got a bit of a pasting on Friday, um, what from about the what it says when in, he said he made himself pretty clear twice? What were you going to say the, there?
5: What about what he says to you and your sables, mate? Did, did well. you take that with a pinch <laughs> of salt? And is that, is that just where you get your your info from?
3: But uh, Lawrence, in terms of what Patrick's saying there, you know, the squad is what it is just now. Um, Rio Hitati's there, Ideguchi. Hitati looks as if he's gonna be probably one of the stick ons to play week in, week out for us. Um I say that even though, you know, we're, we're short in there just there. I just think he's quality in there, and you see what he's got. And the Gucci's one I think will feature there or thereabouts. i Maeda I think is definitely one for that to start with But O'Reilly, you know, I think just now Lawrence and what you just touch this, David Turnbull must be looking at that Celtic side, even Tommy Rodgers thinking, you know, this is no longer nil down for me. I know Turnbull had played the most amount of I minutes mean, under Ange up to a point but um, now you know they must be looking around the squad which can only help players like Tommy Roderick and David Turnbull in terms of pushing on.
5: The, well so it can only help it, but also lets us freshen things up when we will get tired I know we've had the players to do it at the front three you know Ange's kind of favourite changes but I think Turnbull will struggle to get back in I think Roderick's probably a wee bit more comfortable he, he knows Ange and Ange knows his strengths a bit better but the boys that have in have just done amazing so far and, you know and they've come in for really reasonable transfer fees. You know, Peter must be wondering what's, what's happened. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you could have said your midfield, you almost picked yourself, didn't it? Now you you generally get some cracking options in there, which which is good. You know, we don't need, we should be in the place where no rushing players back, or we don't need to. We don't need to take a chance of somebody that's 80% or percent fit, because we've got enough players in there to cover that are, that are good players. It's just competition can only be healthy. Uh, I think, you know, what a turnaround in terms of the number of players, but we needed a rebuild. But we're miles ahead, I think, than anyone thought we were going to be. We're still in Europe, we've got the first trophy in the bag. You know, we're still in the hunt for the league one tomorrow, we'll go top. You know, the quadruple's still on, and the squad's been rejuvenated. and I think that the value has risen substantially compared to where it was. Even if, like Barca and Eject, is money's still going down, kind of month and month. But Patrick Stuts the boys will we'll sign them. You, you could easily double your money in most of them if you want to sell tomorrow.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think when you know Edward and I are the last of the kind of, the assets that won the nine, and the quadruple table went out the door. I think we were all maybe looking at who's going to be next. But you know, certainly guys like Kyogo coming in, and I think Katatio going to be a real top talent for Celtic. Turnbull, I think, improved under Ange Postacoglu, no doubt in that for me. And if we get the guys in, you know, Jota and, and Cameron Carter-Ricker, I definitely think there's selling. But we don't want to punt all our best players just now, Patrick. Um, we certainly want them to be at the club. We certainly want them to be hugely involved. In terms of the rotation thing, though, you know, we've had this injury problem, we've had internationals, but we're still getting the results. Does that say something more about the character of this side? Because you've got guys that are coming in, filling in, and we're getting those results, and we're digging deep. It was great to see how United, who were on Saturday when we scored that goal. Um, You know, we've all seen the video of Jota up and at the fans. You see a they go absolutely crazy. The roar in Celtic Park was phenomenal on Saturday. And, you know, it was almost like Hamilton all over again. I think that would probably be the the moment I would compare it with. But um, a few more empty seats at the Hamilton game, I think. But again, you know, just now on the park and in the stands... And even arguably between the board and the manager, and certainly this transfer window, we do seem to be united once again.
4: Yeah. Um the togetherness you can certainly see because in other games, certainly last season and a couple of seasons before that, and you know a few people had left, you know, you get that every game, but you could hear in the corner, the North Cove still singing, a lot of the fans still singing, cheering on the team, they weren't getting on their backs. And I think that's because you can see what they're doing they're creating good chances and we were just unlucky up until the 90th minute you know we we should have been ahead um, you, you know you're you're pointing out Jota
1: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with Cox
0: Not just a media company. iHeart Media is your access company. Go to
4: iHeartResults.com for more. And Jovanovic going out in the crowd, uh, Jakimakis ran all the way from the bench up to that corner flag where the rest of the players were celebrating. Um, doing his best Neil Lennon impression. Uh, but uh, I think he's I think he's more fond of amongst the Celtic support the Neil Lennon. But there you go. Um, no, but I think... I'm not sure if he can say about character. I think that's... Harder to measure, um, you know. I think it's it's the system. You know, the system works so well. You know, we're starving teams of chances. Dudley United never had a shot and goal? Uh, Hearts never had a shot and goal in the first half, and it was the first half where we were playing our normal stuff. Mm-hmm. So trust the system, trust the process, as we all have been doing since uh, June. Um, and you know, the vast majority of players at the club are capable of slotting in there and. Given as a seven or eight out of ten performance.
3: No, absolutely, and you know, that there's even players like you know, Beaton, um, obviously sent off at the weekend, but he's came in and back in he's kind of alone lawrence in that that midfield position of player who I think me and Patrick after the game at Ibrooks at the start of twenty twenty one when he got sent off stupidly and thought that was probably all over for him and then Midgieland followed that with the, the stupid sender on, but he has, you know, came up with big performances and he's been one of our our best players this season. Um, in terms of Patrick, you know, it's United. There's a togetherness about the, the team just now. But one of the things you know, Patrick's talking about their opposition chances. Alwa, I thought we had plenty of chances in the game that we could have been on easy street. Could have been well out of sight. The time Castle, there was a point you know, two 0 up there. We could have probably went three and four. Um, Hearts just looked to be completely out of it, and our football we just couldn't cope with. At the weekend, we created chances. Um, nothing you know, maybe with a 3-4-0, but is there a concern for you that we're not taking chances or is this just getting back into the swing of things and you do think that will eventually come and hopefully it might even come tomorrow night?
5: Well, listen, I think it will eventually come. Ryan's system it is about creating a lot of chances. If you create a lot, you know, the goals will come. There's no doubt. Uh, O'Reilly should have scored. Joachimakis should have scored, you know. So maybe we would have had a 3-0 if those two had scored. It's... You know, the the system works well. Uh but without a first choice striker, you know, Yakimakis is struggling to get up to speed. But you know, we've been interrupted in midfield. So so maybe all of these things are kinda of playing on just how just how much we're, we're scoring. But you know, we just keep getting three points. We just keep going on and we just keep winning. So we just need to maintain that tomorrow. No, we we win tomorrow, make no mistake, you know, if if you're a Rangers player and Celtic to beat you tomorrow, you're going. Well, wait a minute! It wasn't that long we were ahead, and now we're now we're playing catch up. You know, there's a lot of pressure on them. To... But I don't think that team's done it before, have they? Played catch up successfully? So, I, I think the goals will definitely come. You know, in the system that Ange plays, we limit teams the chances to get. Problem is, it, Rangers are good at set pieces. You know, that's really what we've got to watch out for, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you'd expect corner or diagonal ball in we I mean, hope that Starfield and Carmen Carter-Vickers Car- are a- winning everything in there. I think, you know, if we don't concede tomorrow, I think we win the game.
3: Yeah, um, Peter King's agreeing with you in that one. You know, need to take chances and control the game. I think that's been something that we did well at times, Patrick, certainly. There was moments uh, at Tyne Castle last week, I think, back, you know, hearts were coming at us wave after wave, but we did seem to just hold our nerve in the game. Which you know, I thought was a real strong character test for a lot of those Celtic players, and they came through it very really well. Um, tomorrow evening, you know, in front of a packed Celtic Park with no opposition uh, supporters there, it's going to be a completely different atmosphere for those Celtic players. Um, as somebody who has been 750, Ibrooks, you know, even if you do go a goal up, which we we did under Rodson Edward, you still make a hell of a lot of noise. Whereas if you opposition goes a goal up, there's no fans there. You know, sometimes you can be a bit in the you know, just thinking about, you know, can we keep on doing this? Because it depends on I mean, how the Celtic fans also react to that. But again, you know, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's experience of Fe I think there's the same kinda of dilemma there between the Ajax fans and Fe and Odd fans where there's no opposition fans, so he'll know all about that too. That could be something that goes to his advantage. But again, you know, it's got the ingredients to an Night Patrick with the form Celtics in full stadium no opposition fans that the job really, you know, Celtic should be able to get the job done.
4: Uh huh. And you, I think what you were saying there, you know, if we go a goal down, especially early on in the game, I think the fans need to stay behind the team 100% because the way that we play football, it's going to be tiring for the opposition. Um, you know, they're going to, if they go one nothing up, they're probably going to try and defend that lead. And if we're on their backs and the players are making them move and run and chase and you know, it will tire them out, and I think even then, the advantage is with Celtic, because um, you can, as we were discussing five minutes ago, the togetherness is is there to see. It's been there all season. You know, the fans and the players have been feeding off each other, uh, and it's it's absolutely incredible. So I think you know, just back to the team for the ninety minutes. Um, the system works if we play the system. If we play well. I don't think we've got anything to fear. I think, you know, the bookies have as his favourites. I I think we probably are on the edge of things, but just need to play our our football, play our stuff. Uh, Trust that Ange has a plan, knows what he's doing. Players will turn up and hopefully we can go one point ahead for the first time since, I think, August 2020.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And Daniel's come in to say, you know, Good point, for the crew stayed behind the team where on Saturday kept trying to galvanise the players that needs to be imperative tomorrow night and people just you know, I I think and certainly one of the guys in the, in the camp, of I, I do trust Ange Poster Cogblue to get the job done and he, he knows what he's doing. Um back on the transfer Lawrence, um the only real movement at Celtic was out the door yesterday. Um, you know, the one I would say that I'm most interested in is Adam Montgomery, away up to Petodre. Um seen him featured under Ange, seen him at left back seen him at left wing um, much to Patrick's worry um, whenever I mention this but um, you know Aberdeen haven't really had a, a stick on left back I think when the past two games have changed it Dean Campbell's been in there Johnny Hayes has been in there Forsu Nojo has been in there it probably looks as if Montgomery might go straight in at left back for Aberdeen but he goes up there underneath the experienced captaincy of Scott Brown um, or Adam Montgomery how good a move is it to Aberdeen Lawrence and how much an influence think Scott Brown could have on Adam Montgomery for the next few months?
5: So, anyone that's played at Celtic under Brown says he's been a great influence, just his standards and his professionalism. You know, Montgomery needs minutes. I think he came in and he'd done okay for us, you know, he didn't let us down, but he needs minutes to de- develop, doesn't he? Aberdeen is expected to win most of their games. It's good that he's got that kind of pressure. Whether he's going to be left back or left wing, who knows, but. You know, he might start off left back, but then hopefully we've we'll got a development plan like we did when we moved Ayer out to, to Kilmarnock. You know, we said we want this guy to play centre half, this is it. So I, I think it's a great move for him. I can't see a downside on it for us, you know. So hopefully he takes his chance. Because let's be honest, at left back, we've got you know, Taylor, Scales, Bolongoli and Juranovic can all play there as well. So if we do see him as a left back, I think it's probably more valuable to us than him. Gets out and get some development time because hopefully, this time next year, Ball and Golly's kind of moved on, and then you know, Link on these kind of further up the pecking order. If if yeah. we haven't went and bought another left back, that is, you know, I know there's a lot of chat about that's one position we need somebody better, but it's going to be a pinned on starter because right now it's up for debate. You know, I, I prefer Taylor, some people prefer Scales, some people even say Juranovic is the best left back, but. It's one of those positions, maybe in the summer we'll be looking at. But for Montgomery, if he goes up there and performs well at it and develops, it's to say he can come down and make it his own.
3: No, absolutely. And, you know, Ange gives younger players a chance, and I think he'll be keeping a close eye on this one. Um, Patrick, I'm probably doing Johnny Hayes a disservice here because Paul's come in to remind me of his um, good pro performances. That's 750 game he scored in, even. So, um, yeah, Johnny was good for the odd goal here and there, too. Um, but on that one, uh, Patrick, you know, Montgomery it was the first link to Kilmarnock, I think, under David McInnes. It looked as if that would be an OK move because obviously Kelly are one of those teams along with Inverness and are both that are challenging uh, for promotion just now. But it's good that he's going to a team, I think, that's going to be more on the front foot in games, linked to win games, rather than maybe a move to uh, St. Johnson, Dundee, um, where he would be, you know, defending for his life probably in majority of games and playing a really different style of football. The move to Potodri for me, um, and up there with Stephen Glass, I, I can't really see any dim to it at all. I think, you know, as Lawrence says there, I think a good run of games here they could end up coming back in the summer and, and be challenging for that position.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it was an injury crisis that sort of forced them into that position uh, this season. I know John Kennedy gave him a start against, um, I think it was St Johnson towards yep. the end of last season. Scott Brown's last game at uh, Celtic Park for Aye four I think it was. Um yeah. and I, I've been impressed with him. I think when he first came into the team he was always looking to go forward, looking to progress the ball up the park. He was wanting to take players on. Um, I think his form dipped a wee bit. He was, you know, making stray passes, losing the ball, you know, things weren't coming off from and I think that happens when you're a young, a young player. You know, Callum McGregor uh, I think said to Kevin Tierney that you're former dip. And of course with Kevin Tierney it never happened. But like with Callum insane? McGregor it did.
3: Patrick Montgomery played against Leverkusen
4: at home? Oh, uh, well, I'm not sure on that one. Uh, the point I'd have to, to, to check that, that out. Well, you're, I'll check it now. Uh, Sorry to okay. interrupt um, you. No, no, it's fine. Um, so I, as I said, I'm a big fan of him. Uh, probably not good enough to be 1st choice left-back at Celtic quite yet, but uh, I was quite worried. I heard I that there was an option to buy for Aberdeen yesterday, uh, and I thought, surely not. Uh, turns out that's... Uh, Uri Gide at uh, Ustend
3: right.
4: as an option to buy apparently. Um, Interesting. But you know, I think, I, I read somewhere uh, Montgomery's had 18 appearances. Now not all of them will be starts. not all of them will be 90 minutes, so he's probably got less than 900 minutes and as Alan Morrison is always keen to point out, you know, a uh, great home contributor, uh, Celtic by numbers. It's hard to judge a player on less than 900 minutes. Um, so I think it'll be a good move for him. If he can get that number of minutes at Aberdeen, it'll be, that'll be a good time to judge how he's doing. Uh, and I uh, just... I wish we got a few more players out on loan, really.
3: Just checked there. Ralston and Montgomery, the full-backs that night, at Celtic Parts so it came a long way, probably, you could say, from that Leverkusen game. Um, a lot of the actual impact Then, what Patrick said, you know, about the minutes that the players go, and then over to Big Osazi. Urugiri, Lawrence... Um, That being the case if it is option to buy obviously KV Austin that's where Jack Hendry went out to wasn't it Um, before he moved moved to Bruges Um, strange transfers at the time Lawrence obviously we brought Sazio de in alongside Liam Shaw don't think they were Ange deals do you because they were definitely in the building before I think probably a phone call had been made to to Ange Postacoglu
5: I I think you know they were the could kind I of right price I think you're right they were maybe bought with her and either look if they work they work if, if not we'll be able to move them on and get some cash for them uh, I don't, I, they don't look like on signings but then again we didn't expect Tony Ralston to do as well so maybe now Ralston's done as well we've got Juranovic in they're looking at and going well actually we, we can afford to let this boy go uh, you know Henry's deal I know we get a big, big move but but let's not forget most of us would have driven him there <laughs> you, you know to get him out on loan and you know teams want an option to buy we want it with Yota we want it with, with Kamakata Vickers you know that, that's what a lot of teams want so listen I, I don't think it's going to be a huge loss if he goes over there uh, and they exercise their, their option to buy we've got decent cover at right back at the moment yeah so I, I think that's maybe put, played a huge part in us saying right, yeah you can have the option to buy and if it, if we make decent money on it, happy days. Maybe Jack Henry's helped us bump up the the option to buy money. You never know because they I got a steal know. last time. So after his his performance over there, but yeah, listen, good work to him. It's good to to get him out playing. If nothing else, he comes back to has with more minutes in his legs, doesn't he? It's absolutely
3: yeah. And a player we know that Ange can develop. Um, but we've seen that from his start record. Pat it on. You know what Lawrence said about you know. It would he have been a right-back which is what I think he was brought in to be. um Jodie Ryan's come in the comments to say he should have been coached to play centre-back built for it I was actually very impressed with his performance against Real Betis at Celtic Park I thought he played very well a strong big laddie um, you know didn't miss when he was going into challenges quite strong in the air Um, you know would you be disappointed if we were out to a stand put in some real good performances and then we just pulled the plug or is this a player that you just think Probably wasn't
4: part of the setup? and if he goes, he goes. Yeah, it's a weird one. I, I certainly don't think he was a Ange signing. You know, I think um, we signed Shaw four months before we even spoke to Ange. So I think the fact we went for a day as well, I think someone was just keeping a keen eye on Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I I mean, they're obviously not first-team players they now. Um, they both went out on loan. I think... I, I think Shaw's a better player. I think he's played better. Um I wasn't that impressed with the against Betis. I didn't think he had a bad game. But it's it's like bowling goalie at Motherwell a few months ago. I just thought he sort of slotted in and done okay for ninety minutes. And yeah, he's certainly built to be a centre back. You know, he's he's absolutely massive, um, strong, st- very strong player. A uh, bit erratic, a bit raw, but you know, Sometimes these players just need the right coach for a year or two, and I think Ange can definitely be that. And you never know where they'll end up. Um, as you say, I think it's it's one of the ones you pay a sort of nominal fee. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, I think um, is it Leo Connor left in this yep, window? Me, he was signed. Uh, he was signed for Man United two and a half years ago for about a hundred grand. Wonder kid. <laughs> never I'm played sure a game. Arsenal. It's these throwbacks from Man United we keep signing, what's up with them? Um, no, I mean, it's difficult to judge because these guys, you know, they play a handful of games every season. They don't look the best, but you just don't know where they're going to end up. You just look, You just need to look at Jack Hendry, £10 million to Club Bruges. It's a strange
3: one. That's a, it's a strange one, yeah, absolutely. Um, one of their bits of business yesterday, Lawrence, is Keir McEnroy, um a player who was out in Fairman last season. Um, He's made the move to United. Again, is this just going to be one of those players that we've had, he's came through, we get out and eventually he's gone? Or do you see some good performances at Somerset Park and have them move back to to Celtic Park and try to kick on in the first team?
5: I think they would be very good. I just think we're kind of well served for players. Uh, I I think he's probably somebody that's going to move on. But listen, if he goes in, He's the star of the league, you know. I'm, I'm sure we'll look at bringing him back, but I don't think he's going to make it with us. But you never know. Uh, listen, good luck to him. I mean, he's his loaned deal, whatever. Let's go hope because it does well. But yeah, it's you know, it's United, isn't it? It's Montgomery's going to Aberdeen. I know where they'd rather see the players getting tested at a higher level.
3: Mm. Um, I think my old music teacher, Ian Matheson's came in in the comments, so hello, sir, hope you're doing well. Vic Firth was always a drumsticks that I preferred, so hope he's doing very well on that one. Um, Patrick you know, McEnroy was way out to Airdrie, and he's now moved up the division to go to Aire. That's a wee bit about his ambition of an agreement with Florence. Again, I, I would tend to agree with Florence that we served well in that department. He just seems like one of these guys that we're just you know, moving about the place until we can get rid of, which, again... It's good that he's getting out and playing football because uh, there's too many players that Celtic have probably had, have sat there, and it's just not went well for them after that. It's important that they're out of the building and playing football for them to kick on, personally. Is he a right-back, McEnroy? I think he can play full-back. I think he can possibly play in midfield. Um, right. Um, you okay, know, I'm right more a midfielder. More of oh, midfield. a midfielder. I know he's a right-back. Uh, I think he's played like back but I
4: remember. Right. Right very difficult for any player to come through the academy and end up as a Celtic midfielder. Um, you know, Callum McGregor deserves immense of credit and, you know, even Ewan Henderson, you know, Ewan you Henderson had a lot of fans. I think we were some of them and okay, absolutely. end up at Hibs. But, you know, I'm sure if Keir McInroy ends up at Hibs, but by the time he's 22, 23, he'll be more than happy. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I'm not going to pretend I've seen Keir McInroy play. Um, it's just It's really unfortunate that these guys are probably quite good footballers, but they just can't break into a a team that's on a different level. Uh, So hope he does well at your United.
3: Um, Just to answer one of the comments coming in here from Timothy Baird, he's talking about Julian coming back into the fold and Stafford possibly as a holding midfielder. Uh, My my perspective on that one would be that there's too much linkage play in our game between the defence, middle and in front, and I just don't think putting somebody like that in there would, would do us any justice. We do need that rapid overturn that McGregor does exceptionally well. And Beaton kind of hesitated, I think, to take that deeper position, even against Hearts. He kind of just hung about the half-wheeling just because, I think if he went too deep, it would have just completely wavered that off. And even so, the two other midfielders in like O'Reilly and Hitati coming wide and try to stretch it a wee bit, well, the two full-backs went in there, so... In terms of the shape, I don't think that would work too well for us. Um, Julian's a right
5: hand sided centre half as well, you know. So you so well. hes, he's not played in thirteen months, so he, you are not going to play him at left side, hand side the centre half, are you? And you wouldn't have of Cartervickers to to get that. So uh, I have to agree with Declan, You know, Starfelt stays where he is.
3: Yep, absolutely. Um, Lawrence, we've spoken about the loans out the door, but some of the guys we didn't get out the door and that we've chatted about the whole month of January and months previous where the likes of Albion Egeti who I think is still injured after what he picked up against Real Batiste we've still got his Soro in the building who we've we seen come on last Wednesday night I was very tempted to jump on Sky Bet Patrick, and stick a wee <laughs> couple of quid on him to get booked but thankfully I never and he didn't get booked so fair play to him in that one um, so Progress. I saw Soro exactly exactly Lawrence, Soro's still there Egeti's still there Silas Barkas is still in the building after I think probably numerous attempts to get him out the door. Um he really's not catching a break, this boy, because there was the the photo posted on Instagram of him on a train. I think that was impossible heading down to Sheffield and again that deal collapsed. Um I don't know if Celtic's asking too much or people are just going, Well, really, we're not really interested at that talking price. And Bolly goalie, who's completely went off the radar. What do we need to do in the summer, Lawrence, to get these guys out the door because some will be holding a very large wage packet at Celtic Park particularly the two guys that we spent five million quid on
5: listen don't give up hope there's some, still some transfer windows open round about Europe so maybe Bali will get a move I don't, I don't know it's well, they're a huge. The, the longer they don't play the more they risk they are for them to take on so they're on decent wages with us they're not going to get those elsewhere especially not playing where we want too much to, to let Barcass out and go, we want a loan fee and contribution to his wages with its service just to get him out the door and said, well, no loan, no loan fee, just contribute to his wages and it gets, what, four or five months of football for him. You know, we could have put in a number of appearances we're expecting. With Sorrow, I think we argued over how much money we were wanting in the option to buy, wasn't it? Uh, I, I don't know much, you know, if we get our money back, I think we'd be doing really well. So, It'd been good to get him out. He's the one that's probably closer to the team than anyone else. Maybe yeah, yeti would be if he was fit. Uh, He's going to get a few minutes. Uh, but, yeah, I think this boys we just need to cut our losses on. I, I don't think there's any other option. I'm surprised we just couldn't come to an arrangement to, get, to spark us out and play. Because, uh, listen, if he goes out elsewhere and has a brilliant six months, it, then it you know, alerts other people saying, you know, Celtic was just an anomaly what he'd done before Celtic, what he done after. Whereas now, you risk becoming the forgotten man. You know, he, I don't know, when was the last time he played the tour or something against St Johnston. Or was it a wee bit more recently? Players that don't play it in, in that kind of length of time soon become forgotten and, and a bit of loser marked sharpness, don't
3: they? Yeah, they absolutely do. Um, sorry, one of my earphones has run out there, I get the big doo-doo, and I thought it was that. Um, <laughs> But on what Lawrence is saying there, though, you know, a lot of Celtic fans for some reason seem to be surprised to find out that Vasilis Barcast was probably in £18,000 upwards a week. Um, but a £5 million, pound, you know, there was no chance that these guys were coming in. I, I imagine a Yeti's and something similar and, and a cheap wage. And probably that's something we're going to look towards in the summer because if we we're already, you know, bringing in anybody in, you know, top wage or whatever, um, these are guys that we just have to have off. The, the payroll because taking up too much money. I do imagine as well, and goalies in a good wage for three and a half million. We brought them in from trail, isn't it? yeah. It'll be something like that, Lawrence. It'll be a good wage. What do Celtic have to do? Because I do imagine that we they lined up potential suitors in this window, but we've not got them out the door. What do we need to do in the next window to try and get guys like that out the door and, and get away? But they're all good as well. It's not going to do them any good to sit in the stands at Celtic for the next five six months,
4: yeah. Let me just sort uh... of earn them a quick buck, really, if they were to sit in the stands, go to training, pick up twenty grand a week. They um, wouldn't do their careers any good, though. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. Um, you know, maybe if we wrap up the league early in late April, we can play them in all the games in May. Um, fingers crossed, that's what happens. Uh, but, you know, otherwise, you're looking at games in the Cup against Raith Rovers, you know, that's a game I think probably Bolling and Soro could maybe play. Yeah. Um, Yeti, I I don't even know when he's back from injury. I mean, if it's a problem, what was it, his hamstring? You know, that could be any period of time, really. Um, Barkas, uh, we don't concede a lot of chances, Um, we don't concede a lot of shots, so it's maybe less of a risk having Barkas in goals these days. Um, But I wouldn't be playing him in any sort of relatively big games. I wouldn't play him against Hibs or Hearts or Aberdeen, you know, maybe, you know, maybe. St. Navin and Livingston we're be looking we're barely facing any attempts at goal. Um, just get them a couple of minutes. I think that's probably what we try to do with Bally, uh, with Livingston and Motherwell. Just play them in these games where you know the left back position isn't the most crucial. And maybe a, a team watching Celtic will come in from in, in January, that didn't happen, but just need to try and move them on. You know, uh, there's no future for them. I know I think Bali's got his fans out there. I'm sure Barcash probably still has some fans out there. <laughs> Hard to believe, really. Um, I but... think you're a bit lenient there, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, listen,
5: I thought he'd moment done moment. okay against St Johnson. Uh, he caught a few he balls, did. which was surprising. Uh, and and still goal wasn't made save. either. I'd yeah. still All not right. made a save,
3: has he? Which you really don't want no. to say about your keeper, do you? No. But I... Last five minutes, I'm very conscious of the fact I don't really like to look at my phone when we're on this and no, I had to check the Adam Montgomery thing. But um, a bit of breaking news from Ange Postacoglu. He has confirmed that Dyson made a well back in the morning and could make the bench tomorrow. And Connor Marshalls came in in the comments here, do you, f- do you think McGregor will play after Ange said he'd seen today? Ange Coglu has said in his presser, that Callum McGregor did train today um. so he has a bit of curveball to put to the twoies for the last five minutes Lawrence with that in mind Callum McGregor in training today does that mean he starts and gets the captain's armband back against Rangers? Edgar Davids mask I think uh, I don't think he will
5: I, I think you know it's a fairly serious injury that, depending on how, how good a mask he could get he could leave himself uh, a target for some robust challenges uh, you know as Celtic players that Appear to have been this season. Yeah, so maybe Andrew's just kind of playing a wee bit of mind games saying, you know, he's trained, he's in it. But listen, he's the best player we've got. So it's down to Ange, You know, if they think they can protect his face and injury enough, you'd play him, wouldn't you? But it's just how serious an injury that is and what kind of protection they can get for it.
3: Patrick, curveball? Callum McGregor back in training today and seeing in his place that he's unsure about tomorrow.
4: Um, could the big man throw him in? Hope so. Hope so. Um, I think he's a big miss. You can see it. You know, McCarthy and Beaton, have decent players, but they, they, they definitely slow the game down compared to Cal-Mac. Um Not only that, you know, I, I've never worn one of these masks. Will his vision be affected at all? Because, you know, you, you obviously get peripheral vision. I'm sure that. That's twenty really years. Don't think you need to worry. I, I worries. Calmar's that good. He uses a force. <laughs> <laughs> he not He's got Willie he Collins' eyes in the back of his head. That's what he's <laughs> got. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I'd risk him um, personally. Uh, you know, we've we've played other games without Calmark and we've got the win. Um, you know, we, we've beaten Hearts. We've beaten uh, Done United without in the midfield. Gucci could be back soon as well. Roger Turnbull will be back soon. I, I'd take the because he I just think he's that crucial player.
3: There's a real sense of optimism burst out in this chat by the way that the fact <laughs> that's been announced. Then um, people think there's a mixture between Callum McGregor on the bench, um was people coming in fighting that he starts. I think just around the circumstances, you know, maybe hadn't had Beaton been an option tomorrow night the big man probably would have started the game, but on this now, for me, if it's between a choice of Juice McCaffer, Callum McGregor and midfielder, probably am I opting for, you know, Callum McGregor and again...
4: I,
5: I think the choice to... is how much protection you can get on his face. Because, you know, if it's between McGregor or Beto and it, it, it's McGregor, it really depends about how much protection you can get on his face, I think. You know, and if you can get, you know, if the doctors think they can get enough protection on it, I think it starts no matter who else is
3: fit absolutely he's club captain Patrick to end I know you don't like doing this
4: too much starting to learn prediction oh it's a difficult one this time uh, Hart Ivanovic Carter Vickers Starfield Taylor um, I'm going to go with McGregor uh, Hatate and O'Reilly um, you've got to play Jota you've got to play Abada and I think you have to go with Yakamakis in the middle and um, could maybe play Maeda in the first half and take him off at half time but then uh, if it's still no no you might be tempted to keep him on it's a difficult yeah. one Andrew i'm, I'm going to leave the striker blank i'm going
3: to start and he said He said they'll say something in a moment right I'm okay yeah, I can't that Lawrence i would know what, what you was play? play? i would agree but i would agree
5: that angel play uh, with Patrick's selection now he's watched the show but for me I'd a- uh <laughs> Yakimakis on the bench, I've had a through the middle a- and talking the right, everything else the same.
3: So you'd go for the That's top what
5: top I would play, but I don't I don't think Angel do that. I think he'll agree with Patrick.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, no, totally. Patrick's a man I've John Kennedy or Stevie McMahon, I did a couple of tips. Um I'll get your <laughs> number over to the two of them. Um thanks to everybody who's in, contributed today. Um it's gonna be a tasty tasty game tomorrow. Hopefully we're talking about a positive result tomorrow. Again, though, games are coming thick and fast. Motherwell on Sunday. Trip Park is never easy. Uh, gentlemen, we played very well in October there, but it's going to be another tough game. and Goalie played in that game in October. Shock, horror. Um, the things you forget about during this season. But we'll, we'll see how the, the new Lone Boys get on out of their respective clubs. Um, I'll give a, a wee mention to Lewis Laird. If you don't follow him on Twitter, definitely do. He is the top man to be concentrating on the loan players he'll give you all the information that you may need on these loan players so give him a follow if you're not already doing so and we'll be back tomorrow we'll be previewing the game and the usual coverage will be on gentlemen I hope you enjoy the game tomorrow and everybody in the comments as well and thank you for joining us on a Celtic State of Mind
0: When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text SCORE to 203203. That's text SCORE to 203203. Don't wait, text SCORE to 203203.
1: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet,